What's up, y'all? It's Be Dangerous back again with another edition of Dangerous Sports Talk. Oof, forgive me. I literally just woke the fuck up. But I had to come to y'all to give y'all another show. So, let's get it. Last night, Mr. Steph Curry beat Ray Allen's three-point record in the Mecca, Madison Square Garden. Now Steph is the three-point king, solidifying what we already fucking knew. Because this man made three-pointers at an alarming fucking pace and was so effortless with it. Like, Ray Allen, he was another guy that I watched growing up. I respect him. I respect Ray Allen a lot. Because, obviously, he was in a... Ah, he was in the 96 draft class. The same draft class that Kobe came out of, that Jermaine O'Neal came out of, Allen Iverson came out of, Marcus Canby, Stephon Marbury, uh, Kerry Kittles. Listen, I'll do an episode about the, the 96 draft class in itself another fucking day. Really, really knows basketball. Already knows about the 96 draft class. But he was more of a streaky kind of player when he first came into the league for real. Then as he got older, he started selling to his game more. He became a deadly shooter. <sighs> Excuse me, sorry. And I remember when he beat uh right when he beat uh Reggie Miller's record. And Reggie, that's a completely different story because he's another guy who shot the ball effortlessly. And all three of them have different shooting forms. Like, Steph has, like, a quick release. Ray Allen had, like, more of a traditional release. And um, Reggie Miller, I always like watching him shoot because it was satisfying. He crossed his hands when he shot the ball. I don't know how the fuck he managed to do it. But, hey, he got it. And, like, Steph Curry, with him beating the record, like, I think that he was putting too much pressure on himself to beat the record because when the media gets a hold of something like that, it's hard to do. Ah, it's hard to think about anything but breaking the record when. Ugh, ugh, excuse me again. Sorry. It's tough to do anything but think about breaking the record. Because I remember when the Bulls, the 1992 Bulls, were on the pace to record of 70 wins in a season and as they got closer to the goal they kind of started to crumble and Jordan even said to himself like he was set to do anything but think about 70 games and they didn't break the record that season they had to wait another four years for that to happen but pretty much if you break a milestone like that the media will hype it up hype it up hype it up until you actually do it but it's up to the team to stay on the same pace they have been. So, it will be possible to break the record. And some some guys fail. Some guys succeed. You know what I'm saying? But the most important thing is, he definitely got it. And I know my boy Mike was like, he was a little bit irritated because it was against his beloved Knicks. But hey, what can you really say? The man... Is definitely the new three-point king. 
And I was always to step in any fucking way, so I'm definitely proud of him for doing so with this. <sighs> now, in the sports world, we have hella, hella people, hella players, going into COVID protocols at an alarming fucking pace. Like, eight players on the Bulls are in COVID protocols. Dwight Howard and Horton Tucker are know COVID protocols. <sighs> Damn it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <sighs> Yarn is killing me right now. But you have those two in COVID protocols. You have Giannis in COVID protocols. Like, they had to literally cancel the Bulls, I think, next upcoming two games. Because if you have eight players out of the I think the 12 men that are on the roster that are out, you really can't do much of anything. Because they got people coming from, I think, like the White Sox organization trying to help the Bulls out, like signing to a contract. But it's like, dude, we've seen this before. When the COVID numbers start to go up, people start to start to panic. Not as much as they did before when the COVID first fucking came out or whatever. But it's like, ah, shit. We got to protect everybody. Like, we got to have COVID protocols. We got to make sure that all the players are safe, healthy, and whatnot. But, bro. It is, and it's starting in football, too. And it's in hockey, as well. And if baseball were still... If baseball were still playing... I'm sure this will be the case over there as well. But, bro, the most important thing is, like, you have to be healthy. And you really can't control when you get this shit. Because I watched the Rams in Arizona game the other day. And Odell Beckham played. And I couldn't be more proud of him. But then the next day, he was in fucking health protocols as well. So it just shows you that you never know when you're going to get the shit, if you even get it at all. Because it's just exhausting trying to avoid the shit. And, um, what was I going to say? I lost my damn train of thought. Like, at this point, it's just like, man. And people are vaccinated. That's the thing. These guys are fully vaccinated and still in health protocols. Which just fucking shows you, like, when you get the when you get the vaccine, it does not prevent you completely from getting COVID. And when the vaccine first came out, so to speak, people looked at it as a magic wand, like saying that if you got the vac if you got vaccinated, it would pretty much repel any type of anything for you to get COVID. But that's not the fucking case. You can be vaccinated and still get COVID, and that's fucking. Mm. It's fucking stupid to me, but this is turning into a completely different uh, type of video with the whole COVID thing. But I just want these guys to stay healthy, do their best to stay out of fucking protocols and such, because you never fucking know. And if things keep going like this, players keep going into people, keep, ah, like they keep pulling players, and if it becomes a bigger deal. They literally might, keyword, might have to shut the season down like they did in the first day of place. But the, 
when the Lakers won the championship, I'm sorry, their COVID championship, they had to shut the fucking season down for like maybe a good four months before they resumed the season again. So I don't want that to happen again. Obviously, nobody wants that to happen. But it's like you can only do with so much at this point because you can't control anything. But if you want to stop the numbers, I think that would be the best bet to actually do that. But, ugh. Like I said, we'll just have to wait and see because you never fucking know. And, uh, the NFL season is starting to get into its waning fucking moments. And this season kind of flew by as fast as fuck. Like, literally, this is the fastest NFL season that I've ever watched or witnessed. And... I did watch the Rams and Cardinals game, like I said, and I see how both of the team, both teams, are the way that where they are. Like the Rams, they got they got a damn good offense, but their defense, their defense is on point. They can rush, they can blitz, they can tackle. Unlike the Bears, the corners who can't fucking tackle, but that's another story for another day. And Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray, the poise and maturity that he shows to be a young black quarterback, that's the reason why Arizona is in the position that they're in. They're 10 and 3. They just they just lost that lost the game to the Rams. But he is gonna be alright. He is definitely gonna be okay. Because the poise and maturity that he's showing. Like, this is the shit that it is made of. Like, this is the shit that legends are made of. And this is, this is just his first season. Like, you would think that he would be older than what he is. But Kyler Murray just has to stay healthy, stay consistent. And the Rams have to keep believing in him because they don't want to give up on this guy. Cause, and this is a year after Larry fucking retires. But... You definitely got to watch out for them because the Cardinals were much better than I could have ever imagined because they have James Conner, who the Steelers gave up on. You got A.J. Green, who I totally forgot was over there. But this game, hmm, what can I really say about the Cardinals? It's like their defense, they can make stuff happen, and they have been making stuff happen. But this game... It was a little bit shaky because the Rams' defense was damn aggressive. They only got one sack on, um, oh my God, really? Rams quarterback, what is his name? Rams quarterback.
And on this note, I'm going to leave things where they are. My last episode has 10 listens. I thank you guys so very much again and again for your love and your support of Dangerous Sports Talk. I love you guys. And please follow Dangerous Sports Talk on Facebook. Please follow Dangerous Sports Talk on Spotify, Anchor, wherever podcasts are available. Also, if you want to follow me, please follow me on at the Big Dangerous on Instagram and Twitter. And I am out of here. Peace.